you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Tennis, swimming, lacrosse, whatever you need me to play, I'm going to go do it. If there's some money on the line, I'm going to go do it. You like it? You think Cleveland's cool? I mean, I never heard anybody say I'm going to Cleveland on vacation. But if y'all waiting on me to apologize, hell going to uh, freeze Wait, on. Not a game. Not, a, not, a, not the game that I go out there and, and die for. Welcome to the Points in the Paint podcast, Stadium's NBA podcast, Stadium's number one NBA podcast. I'm Ben Wittenstein. I am Zach Badgerhouse, always in the house. We are in the threshold of these here NBA playoffs, Ben. We are. I'm excited. We're, we're getting into the conference semifinals. We're All the, the series are close and fun and good and exciting. Mm, there's not one deep. bad series, which I think is semi-rare. Sometimes there's like that one straggler. NBA TV type of series, and this time around though, it's just funny. we've got four fun series. We got four fun teams. It's funny we use the phrase, no offense to NBA TV. We use the phrase NBA TV in terms of the, the lower games or lower series in these NBA playoffs. That's funny, but it hasn't really looked that way right now in terms of like NBA TV games or yep. like competitive or getting blown out. There may be one series like that in particular, Miami Heat. New York Knicks. Well, that yeah, maybe that one. Maybe as it is recording, it's two to one. It's possibly when you hear this, it'll be two to two or three, three to, to one, one in favor of the Heat. Mm-hmm. We can't tell the future, but that that series could be the only one that really kind of gets away from it. Every, yep. Everything else has it's been tied. great and it's fun. It's all tied two to two tied. to one to three. And really, at this point, most of these series, you can see kind of any of the teams winning out. Honestly, yes. Well, I don't know about winning out in terms of the championship. No, at least winning, winning out, the series. Winning yeah. the series, yes. So tell the people where we can get the podcast. All good stuff. You can get it anywhere you get the podcasts. You can get us on YouTube, the stadium YouTube. You get the beautiful Doug Watley running the sticks over there, getting producing uh, all the good graphics and everything so you can see our beautiful shining faces on Twitter and on YouTube. Get the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we're everywhere. Wherever you want your NBA content, you can find us. Yes, indeed. So OBT. One big thing. One big thing. There's really the only one big thing to talk about here, Zach. And there's a lot we could have talked about, <laughs> but I think we have to only talk about Devin Booker. That's fine. Because the man's been going off. <laughs> He's been having an unbelievable amount of scoring, an unbelievable amount of good games. He and he's the nickname. reason the Suns are tying it up 2-2 two to two in that series. Yep, and uh, he might have a new nickname, Light Skin Mamba. At least that's what I heard earlier <laughs> Is today. Is that what people <laughs> heard <laughs> earlier today? Him? Light Skin Mamba. Oh, boy. But, no, he's definitely sh- putting on a shooting yeah. clinic, okay? The first game at home, game three, he missed five shots. Second game, game four at home, he missed four shots total in the game. So that's nine shots he's missed in the total between the last two games. Man, that is absurd shooting, okay, yeah. in the last two games for the Phoenix Suns, Devin Booker. I'm super proud because he caught a little slack in the playoffs the season before. when they Remember, they played the Mavs. I'm saying yeah. hey, the Suns didn't look too hot. They caught oh. a lot of heat for that. Yeah. Definitely caught a lot should've. of heat. As they should have. As they should have. You fast forward to this season, this postseason, you got Booker playing lights out. Then, you know, obviously we saw that Chris Paul went down in yep. game two. And so that set the team back. But I think that might have made them. Did it help? Better. Did it help? We uh, can do I'm, a little. No, I'm not we'll saying. spin that headline a little bit. I'm Chris not, Paul going down, maybe help, help the Suns. Now, I'm not going to be the one. I'm going to say this as softly as I can, Ben. 
I'm not going to be the one to say, okay, the Phoenix Suns are better without Chris Paul. However, we'll give them this. They play at a much faster pace, a more, a better pace overall with campaign in the lineup. Ain't that a strange sentence to say at the end? I I hate it. It doesn't make any logical sense. As someone who watched campaign on the Bulls, I constantly think he should be nowhere near an NBA court come playoff time. But for whatever reason, the offense has been running smoothly without Chris Paul. And it's allowed Devin Booker and it's allowed Kevin Durant to get to their spots, do their scoring, and lead the Suns to what kind of looked like, you know, I I wasn't 100% one of those people, but I didn't think they were going to be able to tie it up. Once it was 2-0 leaving Denver, I thought, you know, maybe the Suns win one game at home, but Denver's winning this series in five, probably. Wow! Probably in five is what I thought. See, I, that's Denver that Jokic love. That's that Jokic love. It is right the Jokic love. That's the Jokic love but right I, there. You no, know, Chris Paul, you, you're thinking, all right, how much can Booker and Durant really do with the rest of this team that has no bench? Doesn't have anyone really helping out. But then, but then, what does Monty Williams do? What we talked about last what week. What we talk exactly what we talked about. T.J. Warren coming in and help. Landry Shamit coming in and help. You know, he's got guys on the bench. That he could come in for whatever reason, didn't want to play in game one, didn't want to play him in game two, and figured out, hey, we're not going to have Chris Paul. We have to bring out all the stops. We have guys who have a track record of playing good basketball on our bench. Let's play them. It's not some big brain idea. It's for whatever reason. It took him two games to figure out, though. It's just funny, big, because I was just sitting there like, man, what a round of applause, Zach, because you said it, man. (laughs) You said that they need to play Laundry Shaman. You said they need to see Terrence Ross. You said that we need to see T.J. Warren. Like, these three guys are serviceable guys. Serviceable guys on that team. They go out. They got Landry Shaman playing. Defensively, they're not. But that doesn't. That's it fine. Doesn't, it hasn't seemed to matter. Yeah, that's fine for right for right now. But Landry Shaman go out there and get what seventeen plus points off the bench in yep. Game Four. Like you have to love that if you're Imani Williams. Like the depth of this team, they actually have some. You just have to be willing, Imani Williams, to utilize the right players. Bro, Damian Lee, Damian Lee can't see. 15, 20 minutes in a game and go 0 for 5, 0 for 4. He out there just getting cardio. Like, we just can't have that. We just can't. It's just not necessary. So, a guy like Biombo, yes, he can go out there and play. But Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, to get back to these two guys, they've been the main guys, particularly Devin Booker, bro. 47 again in game three, game four, go out there and put on another performance where he only missed four shots, 14 to 18 from the field being. Like, that's crazy. We're talking about Devin Booker with Kevin Durant being like the side show, the sidekick in this matter yeah, for the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, and it seems fine to be kind of being that second guy, too, which you have to give him credit. There's a lot of superstars out there that would be like, this is, I'm the superstar. Let me score. I'm doing my thing. Durant. Seems to be okay with letting Booker do his thing. Run and if the they show. need Durant scoring, if they need his presence, then he'll step up and he'll usually come through. But he's been, he's just been allowing Booker to show because Booker's been hitting shots. He's been finding his spot on the court, that mid range jumper. Say it again. He's been hitting some threes, no, but that mid range jumper has been Booker's spot. One, and he's one, been finding one more time. Just say it one more time. You love the mid range. You, know, you yeah, love yeah, the mid range. That's what Booker's to, been doing. I just want you to know that he's working that mid range area and yep. it is a work of art, Ben. I just want you to really know that. Yeah, he's been good. Him and Durant. On the flip side, your boy, your doy son. Yeah, a little right? Michelin man. He playing, I ain't going to lie, he playing lights out. You know what's crazy? You need some help. I checked the box score. I didn't even realize, Ben. I'm watching the game, watching the whole game, Denver Nuggets game. Mm-hmm. I'm watching. Bro, I didn't even realize he, he was at 40, 45, 50. Bro, he finished the game, Nikola Yogas, with 53 points. Yeah. I didn't even realize he was doing that amount of scoring. For the Nuggets in that game. Yeah, I was swear I was not. It was like a sneaky 50. Now, how do you get a sneaky 50? I know. Well, he got, <laughs> I think he got, you know, 11 or 12 from the free throw line. But even then, it's like, he's just so ungraceful 
that every shot he makes, you're like, you don't even process it. You're like, all right, that's a shot, I guess. It's nothing I'm going to remember at all. It just looks like a guy kind of stumbling into making a shot. So you don't really realize that he's up to 50 points, but he needs help. Jamal Murray's giving him help. Consistent, he he's at least been pretty consistent pretty in this consistent series. series yep. You need help from Michael Porter Jr. You need Michael Porter Jr., and we've been singing his praises all playoffs. We have. The guy needs to use his head. Uh, you, you. The guy needs to use his head. You have Jokic <laughs> going off for 50-plus points. And then you have Michael Porter in a breakaway with a game on the line, down three, pulls up for a really stupid three-point jumper, and gets you blocked. Need you need three, though. Well, yeah, what, yeah, what happens not, when you need you, three? You what happens so when you time. need three? You get so much time. Okay, there you, you go. Got a guy we'll give it to me then. Points. You right. got a guy who scored 50 points, and you're not going to give him the ball? Well, he two for four from three, too, as well. Yep, Nicole Jokic was definitely two for four from the uh, three-point line. And, you know, you want more points from Aaron Gordon, but he's been doing you gotta, you as gotta good pick of a job on defense. I was hoping if you was going to bring him up, I was going to say, you got to pick a side of the ball you want him to play well on. You got to be defense offense. I don't know if he's going to be willing to give you both. I agree. No, I agree. If you want him to put in work, you want him defensively. Yes. He'll rest on the offensive side. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and put more pressure on that other guy we just mentioned, MPJ, boy, step it up on offense. He needs to. On offense. Yeah, it needs to. It needs to be the Jokic Murray Porter show, really, offensively. That's really what it has to be, and that's the only way the Suns are going to be, or the, the Nuggets are going to be able to get to the finals, is if Porter is playing smart and he's playing consistently. They don't need twenty points from him, but they need fifteen to sixteen. They need him to hit some threes. They need him to use his length on defense to get some steals. That's all they need from him. They don't need a big showy thirty-point game because Jokic will take they care might. of that, and Murray they will might. take care of that. They might. And if you and if you get it, you wouldn't be mad either. I know right. you wouldn't. Right, right. Yeah, if you can do it, all, all the more power to him. Uh, the one other thing that we wanted to mention that was big this week that we didn't mention, Joel Embiid. <laughs> big guy, big moment, and he's the MVP. Finally. Yes, he is, finally. the NBA. Yeah, I'm so happy. Listen, I'm so happy for my man, Joel Embiid, going out here and winning this MVP. Good now, I wish, that, I wish that same night he would have bought out, but that's fine. It's okay. Yeah, you know he's still a little, little injured. He's, he's still a little, little injured. injured, give or take. But I am so pleased with the fact that he finally won this award. He was up for it. I think he came runner-up twice, two years in a row. Last year, a lot of people made a case that he probably should have won it. But, you know, Jokic went back-to-back, back and Jokic was here chasing a three-peat. Mm-hmm. He ain't pretty close to, you know, going for three straight MVPs, Nicole yeah. Jokic. But it finally went to Joel, two scoring titles in a row. For Joel Embiid last year and this season, man, they played phenomenal all year. He played phenomenal all year, averaging over 30 a game, like just lights out scoring and just maximum effort on both ends of the floor. Ben, do you see how well Joel Embiid plays, how active he is on the defensive side of the ball in this series, in particular against the Celtics? I'm so happy with that, man. And and the fact that his whole story, not playing basketball since he was 15 years old, and just you get here now, what, 10 years later, 12 years later, you're an MVP of the National Basketball Association, the fifth in Philadelphia 76ers history. Kudos to him. It's good. And it's it was warranted. He played really well down the stretch of the season. Jokic and the Nuggets took a month off. That's all it was. They took a month That's off. That's all it was. That's all. It took a month off. Hey, it helped. So- you know, it's good because they're, they moved on to the second round of the playoffs. They look good. They don't look like an exhausted team. So mm-hmm. that clearly worked. But it worked to the detriment of Jokic getting minutes, playing well, caring about any of the games. So he didn't put up the stats that he did during the regular season. And the 76ers were still fighting. And Embiid put up the stats. And it's, okay. a lot of it's, you know, what have you done for me lately? Have you played well throughout the whole season? And Embiid played a full season. He did Jokic play a full played season. a full season minus a month. And that, that's, I think, bit. what it came well, down to. I would say a month. But he missed a few weeks into the last to end the season, give mm-hmm. or take, missed a few games. 
I still think he was, you know, he was there. It was. I think it was still close until like probably April. You think so? You know, so I think it was neck and neck. I honestly would say the MVP race was neck and neck until at least April when Jokic started missing those games, and then like obviously after that situation between Denver and Philly when they were supposed to play, and then you know Embiid was gonna play but didn't play in that game because of injury. He had played the game before, which he probably shouldn't have played, mm-hmm. just so we can get that head to head matchup. The first head to head matchup. Hey, Joel, forty-seven. He's winged dinner, no fries. You know, you know how I am. So I don't know, Ben. It's interesting. Good for <laughs> good for Embiid, though. Honestly, like he he did it. People were talking about him last year. Yep. Maybe could have won. He finally did it this year. It it meant a lot to him. So that that Five was cool to see. International players have yeah. now won it in a row. NBA history world record world record. That's crazy. Good for them. Let's move on to our next segment. This is a this is a once one time segment that I maybe come back. The probably will come but back. this is only we're doing this segment because of how close a lot of these series are. And we're gonna go through each series and give one big question yep. for all four series. Yep. All four series, one big question. So my question to you, Zach, Uh-oh. we'll go with Phoenix and Denver. Yep. Can the Suns core of Booker mm-hmm. and, and Durant mm-hmm. can they be consistent? Can they consistently put up those numbers? Because we saw Booker and KD combine for 72 points in game four. Okay. And they won that game. They did. And clearly without Chris Paul, it allows them to give them more space to maneuver and operate. And just but more, can they more do it speed consistently? and with the tempo. I think the true test shows with campaign. I remember hearing a soundbite, and I believe it was game three. Like, you know, the, you know how they have the microphones throughout the game. Yeah. And I'm pretty confident campaign had the mic for, for that game three. And Chris Paul said something to him that I thought was important for just his confidence level campaign. And that's to lead your team tonight. This is your team. You're the floor general. You lead this team. And I think with Chris Paul telling campaign that prior to game three in that series, it kind of gave him another extra boost of confidence. I know he's going to feed off the crowd. He did that in game three and game four campaign. My biggest question now, though, Ben, take this back to you is will he be able to have that same mentality, that same energy, and bring that same level of, like, tempo in Denver this time around? Because I think that's what's going to be important. I know D-Book at this Playing point. in Denver's going to be tough. He's going to ball. D-Book yeah. going to ball. KD, yeah, yeah. I expect them both to ball. Okay. Cam, to put this all together, Can you do pace, it? tempo, like you did these last two games, can you do it again? I hope so. I want to see them be able to win this game. They got to win a game on the road. Suns got to win a game in a row. So I want to see them try to go out there and do that for that game five. All right, Golden State and Los Angeles. The one big question for that series that we have, can LeBron, can AD specifically, specifically more and importantly. the rest of the Lakers role players, <laughs> can they be consistent? And the real question that stemmed from this is Anthony Davis. Yep, can Anthony Davis play consistently? Because the games that he has had, great game one, bad game two, great game three, game four. You know, like, he's been up, down, Every up, other. down, up, down. <laughs> is he going to have a bad game after a big game four? You know, like, is this going to be a team? Yeah. Is this going to be a guy that can be consistent offensively? Because he's a player that you watch play at his best, top five player in the league. Easy. Easily. Rebounding, defense, scoring, he'll give you all of it. But there's times when he can't hit the bottom of the bucket to save his life. I saw, I saw a tweet that said, Anthony Davis ceiling being is anywhere from Joel, Nikola Jokic, you know, the best of the best as it relates to front court big guys. Yeah. The floor 
JaVale McGee. Like that yeah. was the level. Like that I don't, was the I don't think that's like a ridiculous for Anthony, notion. Anthony Davis when he's not playing well. Like you can't go four for 14, bro, and be Anthony Davis, superstar talent, defensive player of the year in this league yep. at a point. Like had to, had the keys to a franchise at a point in time and perform at an elite level. You can't go out here in the playoffs and just get 11 points, 14 points. Like, that's just not ideal. That's not okay. So, day-to-day got to be every day. Got to be at least 20 points. <laughs> so you can't have a game two where you score 11 points. You can't. You, you just you can't. New York and Miami. Question for them. As you watch this series, it looks like Miami's playing really well. They're up 2-1 to one as of this recording. New York clearly has to make adjustments. But my question from this series I hate it, is as you watch way. both of these teams, <laughs> are either of these teams – Finals material. Oh, heavens no. No. Heavens no. Heavens no. Heavens no. Um, The Knicks, no, because Tibbs just failed to make adjustments offensively. Okay. Like, bro, y'all ain't making no threes, bro. So if y'all go eight for 30, bro, you got to switch it up. You got to get to the free throw line. See, the biggest key to go back to that Lakers-Warriors series being, it's the free throw detriment for the Warriors. They're not keeping up with the Lakers at getting to the free throw line. So that's why there's a big, there was a big disparity in that, in that previous game where they got blown out. The second quarter, they just said, we're going to go to the line. We're going to attack the rim. We're going to attack the basket. And we're going to get y'all heated too. So we get some technical fouls thrown in there too. Yeah, that's a nice Golden strategy. Warriors. <laughs> so like when you have that element for the Knicks would not being able to adjust offensively under Tibbs. And then you got Spo, who's the wizard. Coaching wizard. Yeah, bro. I mean, like, you look what he's done ridiculous. with the players. It's insane. And that's my thing with the Miami Heat is I didn't think they could even make it this far. Bro, Gabe Vincent is like the second leading scorer on the team. <laughs> yeah. Who was that? Schooly go-to? All of that. Dougie Fresh? Like, bro, I'm tired of this. I'm really tired, bro. I was watching that game, and you could watch any Miami Heat game in the playoffs, and you look at the lineup, and you're like, any other dude? coach, any other team, <laughs> this team would win 20 games. So I don't know. Like, I can say neither of these teams are built for the finals. But the Miami Heat have surpassed any expectations that I have had for them in this entire playoff run so far. So maybe they are. Maybe they are a legitimate play, play uh, finals team. I don't know. No, but the way they play, no, they just keep no. on trucking. They keep on playing Miami Heat basketball. No. They keep winning. No. Uh, finally, <laughs> question for the Celtics and the 76ers series, kind of similar to the Lakers. Can the 76ers offense stay consistent? Because we saw when they won their game four, Embiid and Harden combined for 76 points, and they played a pretty good pick-and-roll game. You saw a good game from Embiid. You saw a good game from Harden. Great game, honestly, from both players. Can they do that consistently? Because if they do, they're winning that series. They're coming back. I don't know the name of the kid, the student, the Michigan State student. Don't remember his name. But he was at the game. He was a he was part of the, uh, the mass shooting. He was a survivor for the Michigan State mass shooting. Mm-hmm. And so he was at the game. Big James Harden fan. James goes out there and plays enormous, has an enormous game. 42 points, like eight rebounds, nine assists. James balled in that game four and hit the game winning shot yep. and hit the game tying shot to go to OT. So shout out to you, James. In that game one was phenomenal. Game two and three, I don't even know who that was out there. It probably wasn't <laughs> even you, man. I don't know what that situation was. But game one and game four in particular for James Harden was phenomenal. However, I bring the kid up from Michigan State, the student. Because he might have to show up every game the rest of this <laughs> series in order for us to get that James Harden the rest of this series against Boston. He's been inconsistent, he, too. He's he, like AD. He may have to go out there and make sure my man that was in that wheelchair, sitting baseline, sitting courtside with his family, he may have to be there. And whatever song Doc Rivers sent to James Harden before the game, the gospel song that they were speaking back. out in the post-game, post 
run it back and keep it on loop. They might have to play it in practice and shoot around, Ben, because, listen, whatever it takes for James, it's all about James. It's literally all yeah, about James You're going to get from Embiid. You know what the production you're going to get from They're Embiid. They're 0-2 when James plays terrible. 2-0 when he plays great. It, it's basic That's math. math. That's math. <laughs> That's easy math. Easy math. Uh, let's finish it up, Zach. Couple, couple betting things. You know, we're, we're betting men. We're betting boys. I, I don't know if we're great or good, but we're, we have rough. fun. We're really average, for real, in the playoffs. <laughs> it's been pretty mid. Pretty mid I wish I was average in the playoffs. I'll it's be honest. Real I would be feeling a lot better about my betting if I was average in the playoffs. I got one bet that's rolling. I know you do too. What you got? So let's talk about the series price for one series in particular that's pretty close. Nuggets and the Suns. We mm-hmm. talked a lot about them off the top. Nuggets are minus one sixty to win the series. You can get the Suns at plus money at plus one thirty five. You see any value? Maybe taking the Suns as a as an underdog going back to Denver for Game Five. Yes. You like Absolutely. the Suns, plus 135 during the series. Who's stopping Devin right now, right? Yeah, that doesn't look like anyone. Devin, but Aaron Gordon can only guard one of them. You can only guard one. You got to pick your poison. Because Bruce Brown, barbecue chicken alert. It don't matter yeah. if he guarding Devin. Don't matter if he guarding Nicole. It don't matter if he guarding Kevin Durant. It's barbecue chicken alert every single time, man. It doesn't really matter. That mid-range, you see that mid-range work, baby. Yeah, you it's, see it. it's silky. Yeah. It's silky. Him I just want him, Doug. I just want Ben to really just appreciate the mid-range game. The more and more we continue this podcast, the more games we see. Because them boys be out there working that midi, and it be super efficient and effective. I know three more than two, but two better than zero every time, <laughs> Dougie. I be trying to let my mans know over here. <laughs> That's just math. That's a, that's the slogan for the show. That's just math. Uh, we got some props that we have liked to bet for throughout this playoffs. Mm-hmm. My favorite prop so far is the Bam Adebayo points under. Usually it's around the 17, 18 mark. You can get it high as 19, 20, slam the under. He's just not a huge part of the offense that He's, the Miami Heat play. They have so many other weapon, weapons, you know, Gabe Vincent type of oh weapons my gosh. that they go to. That isn't Bam Adebayo. And he'll do some cleaning up on the boards every so often, but he won't get a lot of second chance points. He very rarely gets above 16 points. He underperforms, if I'm being honest. Sure. If I had to evaluate Bam out of bio, he underperforms. Yeah. He's been underperforming all playoffs. Like If I had to assess it that way, that's the way I would do points it. Points-wise, for sure. Like Points-wise, he has been underperforming. Yeah. Doesn't take a lot of shots. Doesn't look to score as much as I think he should. Like, I can't. Mitchell Robinson. Bro, they killing. Am I? Lockdown. Oh Lockdown I, defender. I, I hope not. I've just seen Bam. I saw Bam dunk on Julius Randle, so maybe Ju may try to get some get back tonight. I'll... I, I hope so. Possibly. Hope so. But Bam Adebayo has definitely underperformed in this series from an offensive production perspective. You like a guy. Well, this is pretty obvious. Devin Booker. D-Book, baby. Over, Wet like over, I'm booked. over. Wet like I'm booked. Devin Booker easily, for the last five games, being the knockdown, all these crucial shots in this game. I'm talking big shots, too. Yeah. Third quarter, fourth quarter. He's coming down, knocking out big shots, averaging, what, like 36 in the playoffs? Something stupid. Something crazy. But he's gone over his point total for the last five games. Y'all see it. 47, 38, 36, you know what I'm saying? Can't stop him. There's no defensive strategy that can stop him. His point total has been like 31, 30 and a half so far this series around there. So I think you can really just expect D-Book to go out there and match that that point total. Yeah, good luck. I I really do because he's been playing lights out. You heard the one big thing. You're playing lights out, man. Oh, it is. So that concludes this edition, being of the Points in the Paint podcast presented by Stadium. I am Zach B. That's my man's Ben Winstein. We know we got Dougie Fresh on the ones and twos, and we appreciate him oh so much. Got to tell him every week. Appreciate you, big dog. And you can catch us every week. Don't forget, 
my man's Ben Wittenstein, Sharp Lessons, every week with the professor, Nate Jacobson. Good old Nate. Do not want to miss that. NITA, Inside the Association, is now every day now. Five, Five days. days a week, days. baby, Inside the Association. So you do not want to miss that, giving you all this great NBA content through At Points Paint. Wherever you get your social, wherever you get your socials, you know, wherever you get your podcast, two points to pay podcast, and you will hear from us next week.